friends. We're your hosts, Sarah and Christine, and we wanted to welcome you to our new podcast called The Magic Seeker Society, where we talk about our feelings. Mm-hmm. And so a little background, I, me and Christine are best friends. We have been for... What feels like forever. Yeah. Basically a lifetime, but it's only actually been like eight years. (laughs) Yeah, I never really remember, but it's definitely less than 10 years. It feels like 40 years. It does feel like 40 years. Yeah. Um, But I had an idea of starting a podcast. I have another podcast with my... Boothang. Boothang. AKA husband. And then when (laughs) we were recording an episode one day, I was like, you know what? I want to start a podcast with Christine because... Me and Christine are really good at talking about our feelings, mm-hmm. and it's cheap therapy. It really, <laughs> really is. When I started mentioning this idea to um, people in general, everyone yeah. was like, oh, it's like talk therapy for the two of you. And it like, really is. Pretty much. Yeah. It's also a conversation we would have naturally had ourselves. Exactly. And maybe some of it's conversation we've already have, but are just going to dive in a little bit deeper. Yeah. And so it feels really, really good. It feels exciting. good. And, you know, I, I feel like we can kind of, you know, we're going to be talking about pretty vulnerable topics. Mm-hmm. And... We kind of wanted to include some other friends in on this. So that's why we're kind of recording this. And, you know, maybe it will resonate with some of you and hopefully encourage you guys to have vulnerable conversations with your best friends. And if you don't have a close-knit group, Mm -hmm. we hope to be that for you. That's why we called it the Magic Seeker Society. So even though we're talking about really hard topics sometimes and we'll probably shed a few tears and we'll (laughs) laugh a few laughs um we always want to find the magic in whatever life is that is so true i think that that's something that we both have a tendency of doing where yeah even when we're having these really bad days or bad moments or bad weeks or bad months yeah and we open up to each other about it we're so um like, we just lean towards still finding some good in it. Like, some oh my sort gosh, of totally. magic. And I love that. Because it'll be like, I didn't want to get out of bed for the majority of this week. You yeah. know? But it'll be like, but God, today was a beautiful day. Or, yeah. you know, my hair looks really good. Or my right. butt look, looks extra juicy. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, we, yeah. we have a tendency where no matter how bad something might be, no matter how difficult the day might be, we're still going to focus on at least one thing. Exactly. That's really good. And yeah. we're always going to be seeking that magic out right. within the world and within our relationships and with just like our day-to-day lives and mm-hmm. we kind of just want to welcome people into that yeah open our arms up a little bit more to some extra people exactly <laughs> and bit. we're not gonna you know like you what you just said like harp on the negative things in life we want this to be like super uplifting we want it to feel like you're just having a conversation with your best friends yeah um so i really hope you guys like this idea we are so excited we are pretty pumped um so is there anything i'm missing well i think one of the things we definitely wanted to mention was that we came up with a list of topics that yes. we kind of want to talk about they're oh my gosh such a wide range of things yeah uh but they were we just sat down and came up with a list of things to talk about but another thing that we did is we came up with a really long list of questions mm-hmm. that are 
you know, geared towards opening up and talking about things that maybe, you know, we haven't talked about before. Um, some of them are questions that we came up with ourselves. Others are from games that we've bought each other, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Sarah got me this game for, I think it was this past Christmas or maybe mm-hmm. the Christmas before. I don't remember. Uh, but it's all just like conversational questions. Yeah. And so like we got some of them from there and basically we put them in what we're calling our fishbowl, but which is actually just like a large mason jar. Yeah. It's really cute. We love it. It is really cute. Uh, I want to decorate it. Yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know. Obviously, we pre-approve the questions because mm-hmm. we don't. Well, we want to encourage vulnerability and we want to challenge ourselves to be more open and more honest and more vulnerable than we ever have been before. You know, you shouldn't ever be pushed into a situation or a conversation you don't feel comfortable with. So Very we true. did like look through the list of questions, agree that we're going to go into them, even though some of them are um, oof. oof is right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I think what we're going to do is some episodes will be just fishbowl questions. So yeah. while even though we pre-approve the questions, we won't know what we're going to talk about that day. And also, I don't remember. <coughs> I don't remember those questions I I don't I feel like one or I think there was a list of like 80 questions and I would say I maybe remember like one or two and those are probably the hardest hitting ones exactly I have a tendency to call them booty clenching uh questions that's a really good way to put it you like hear the question and your whole body just like tenses up and your booty hole goes right up (laughs) (laughs) it's real tight (laughs) and then in between the fishbowl episodes which we want to do every other week we already decided on a few topics that we will talk about for a whole episode yeah um so whether that be i think i have it written in my notebook right here Mm -hmm. um so we'll be talking about you know sexual sexuality friendship privilege you know marriage marriage future home life sibling dynamic anything yeah. Anything and everything that we could, you know, dive deep into. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty uncomfortable at times, but <laughs> it's also going to be super magical. And I feel like with this, it's only going to bring us closer if that's even possible. Absolutely. I think that one of the things we both agree on is that a lot of the times, no matter how uncomfortable the conversation is, like it's so necessary and it feels so good to be able to have it in a safe space. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So, uh, whenever we. Because there's times where, you know, we're so comfortable with each other that Mm. we can just sit in silence in each other's company. And even that's therapeutic. Mm -hmm. But when we do have these really deep conversations, I just feel, I just leave, like, that moment just, like, feeling like Superwoman. Oh, yeah. I feel so refreshed and I think... Like, I really appreciate that, like, in our friendship. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so, so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. All of our little uh, mascot <laughs> is... Um, so, Sarah I, and her husband, Harold, have the cutest dog, Olive. <laughs> um, and her and I basically have a love affair every oh single God, time I come over. They're so obsessed with each other. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. So, we're just going to do this and it's going to be amazing and magical and I can't wait. I'm really excited. I think I'm... I'm very excited to be able to connect with other people, with people who listen um, and create what we're hoping for, a little sense of community. But at the same time, for purely selfish reasons, I'm really excited to just have these conversations with you as well. Totally. Where I'm like, I know some of these things we've talked about, but maybe not as in-depth as this type of situation will allow. So I'm really excited. 
Exactly. Yeah. And it's just an excuse for us to hang out like every weekly week. hangouts. Yeah. Makes me happy. I'm very excited. <laughs> okay. Um, wanna... Yeah. So one of the things we were talking about is uh, a good way to kind of start um, talking about these more vulnerable topics. Yes. Would be uh, this person that we love. Her name is Taylor. She is one of our favorite people. She always asks this question whenever she's checking in with someone, which is, how is your heart feeling? Mm-hmm. And... I know for me and I know Sarah feels the same way like the second we hear that question from her it's mm-hmm. just like your heart just melts it is it does yeah, yeah it really does people typically when they check in with each other are going hey how are you feeling or what's new or what's going on with work or whatever and oh, so much pressure yeah it is <laughs> it really is yeah and to have her just kind of get to the root of it all and cut through all of the bs and just ask like how's your heart feeling like the actual important question mm-hmm. is something that sarah and i are always commenting on how much we love so i think we want to start with that yeah yeah so sarah how's your heart feeling right now <laughs> <laughs> my heart is feeling great mm-hmm. Um, I'm mainly excited about this new endeavor that we're going on together. Um, a little nervous mm-hmm. because, you know, this, this is a, we're going to be talking about some feelings <laughs> and yeah. it could be a little nerve wracking because especially with the fishbowl questions, you don't know what you're going to get and yeah. all of them are pretty hard hitting, but I, I'm mainly excited, and I just came back from the beach with my mom, mm. and shout out to shout Sarah's out to amazing Les. mom, we're um, both obsessed with, <laughs> <laughs> and you know being um, away from my family for so long, living in Texas while they're here in New Jersey, it was just like so awesome to just like have a few days yeah. with her, and then. You know, I'm only an hour away now. And and that, as I was driving home, that was so nice to just be like, hey, we didn't have to cry when we say goodbye to each other. <laughs> like, we had this awesome few days. I got to spend her birthday with her for the first yeah. time in five years. So overall, my heart is very content and, you know, gooey inside. <laughs> Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Yeah. I think anybody's heart would feel pretty gooey inside after spending a few days with your mom. So <laughs> true. So, so true. Yeah. Okay. I love so that. how's your heart? My heart is feeling good. It's feeling anxious. Yes. If I'm going to be honest. So, it's okay. Uh, one of the things I want to definitely say is vulnerability is not easy for a lot of people. I'm mm-hmm. definitely one of those people. Yeah. Um, But I'm really challenging myself with this to be like, super honest and super vulnerable mm-hmm. um which i i feel like i can do but i know even with myself like i have a tendency to give an honest answer but it's not the full honest answer right and so i think that that's what makes me feel anxious right now which is yeah. just like oh wow we're really gonna do this like yeah like you said i know what some of those questions are i know what some of these topics are and diving into them as much as i hope that we will do makes me feel anxious yeah but i also think that like any single thing that is difficult especially when it comes to like emotions are is almost always worth it oh my gosh and yes. so i'm kind of excited like anxious but excited yeah and ready to do it but also nervous yeah and a little of bit that. of everything yeah yeah, yeah. 
Definitely. But overall, it feels good, though. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I definitely couldn't imagine doing it with anybody else. Heck no. Woo! Oof. <laughs> All right, are you ready to do the fishbowl? Yeah, I'm ready. Give it a good shake. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's see what this uh, first question is going to be. Right on the top. Okay. Okie dokie. And I promise to give credit if it's from a game. Oh, yeah. you guys can know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the question is from, and I don't know if this is how you say it. This is the game that you got me. The Heige game? I think there's a Wait, an interesting way to say that there word. There is. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. You guys can tell us. It's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. It's... I think it's a, I think it's like a G at the end, you know? Yeah, we're going to have to look that up. Yeah, we'll look. We'll but look it's from that game uh, okay. that Sarah got me, and it's really good conversational questions. So this question is, what is the one consistent factor linking your friends, despite how different they may be in other ways? Oh, wow. Right? Because mm. when you start to think about just in, in general our group of friends, like friend dynamics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me repeat it. What is the one consistent factor linking your friends despite how different they may be in other ways? Do you want to go first? Or do I go Yeah, first? I would love to go first. Okay, you go yeah. first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, for me specifically, I feel like the thing that can link all of the people that are in my life, like our group of friends and the friends that I have, that are connected to, but a little bit outside of our group of friends, um, mm-hmm. would be that no one, no one is judgmental of the other. Love that. That is that is so important to me in yeah. general in friendships. Um, I need to be able to feel safe, to be able to say whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm struggling with, whatever I'm going through. Yeah. Um, and no one in our group of friends or just within the friends that I have in my life uh, are judgy in that way. Yeah. Um, and it creates a really, really safe space. Yeah. Um, and I would also add that typically when the majority of my friends are all together, we're all incredibly silly. Yes. And so that is another thing. Like, no one is judgmental of anybody else, but also no one is um, embarrassed to just be, like, their silliest form or just, like, be yeah. themselves in general, yeah. which typically comes out as silliness with us. Yeah. Which is really nice. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What about, yeah. what about me? So many of our friends overlap. They really do. And yeah. I'll be honest, I don't I don't have as many friends as you do. Like you are my absolute best friend. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm one of those people who doesn't I it it doesn't feel like I am missing out on anything. You know that. what I mean? Yeah. Um so I'm trying to think of like what are some common things? I guess I can always go back to the five of us. So yeah, oh, I love my the five of us. husband, Harold, Christine, Christine's brother, Nico, mm-hmm. and Nico's wife now. Whoop, whoop, they just got married. Jess. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, our common thing when we get together is just, like, fun. Yeah. And it's not like a, you don't feel pressured mm. 
in our company to like like feel like you need to have fun the whole time and the fun aspect never feels like a specific type of fun it's never like oh we're gonna get together and we're gonna take shots or like oh we're gonna get together and we're gonna do this specific like specific thing right it's always like we just naturally have fun together exactly yeah and that's always something that I look forward to when we're hanging out or when we're about to hang out and then when we like leave for the night like I I every time I'm just like damn I love these people so much (laughs) and they're so fun and I just leave feeling good every time yeah yeah we are we're very lucky with how that worked itself out yeah um so Nico's always been Nico's my brother he's five years younger than me um and I could talk about him telling blue in the face but Mm, (laughs) yeah I can uh he's my favorite person in the world and he yeah he's been my best friend for so long uh we're very lucky that we grew up really really close and you know he met jess and 10 years ago and that's like the other love of my life Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous how Mm -hmm. much i love that woman uh and then when i introduced sarah and harold to nico and jess i knew going into it where i was like oh this this could be cool but Mm -hmm. i could have never predicted like just how close the five of us would become yeah um be it, and it's just been so effortless and yeah it's just always fun and what i love is that even even though we have so much fun we can still have those deeper conversations we can talk about our family life about our upbringing totally about all these different types of things yeah um and we feel really 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 comfortable i feel like um the the difference is i do have two other besties mm-hmm. um i have liz and i have jill the other loves of my life i'm very lucky um, and actually, they are very similar to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a tendency to always joke about that. They actually have the same birthday. Um, mm-hmm. And they're very, very, very similar. But it's it's also the same with them in the sense of, like, there's no judgment. And yeah. there's just, like, a lot of love. Like, this yeah. just enjoyment of being with each other. Yeah. And that's, I know, how we feel when we hang out, like, what we call the Cinco Amigos. Um, <laughs> where it's, like, the we're excited to see each other when we know we're going to see each other. We're happy that we got to spend that time together when we're leaving and now that we all live together in the same area it makes that so much more easier um and we get to see each other so much more often yeah which is wonderful no it's been great it's been what a few i i moved back in february and man it's just been so good so awesome it's just like so comforting to know that we're all so close again yeah so um Sarah and I, or Sarah and Harold and I, um, were all living outside of our home state for the last few years. Um, so before we moved out of uh, our home state, we used to spend pretty much every single weekend together. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> where it was like the five of us were together pretty much every single weekend. Yeah. And then uh, Sarah and Harold got married, and then they moved, and then I moved. And you were gone for, what, five years? Yeah. Yeah, and I was gone for four. And so... We, all three of us, moved back within just a few months of each other. Mm-hmm. And it's been so awesome. Like, all of us being it around really each other again and it's, being able to do stuff. Yeah. We hung out last weekend and I... I'm Girl, like, we were up till 2 a.m. Yes, we were. Who are we? <laughs> yes, yes, that happened. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. Um, anymore. We anymore. We used to do yeah. it back in the oh day. Oh, my God. We used to stay out so late. I know. Uh, yeah, when we used to go out, like, last like 
when we were younger. Mm. Like, my gosh, we would start the night at 10 p.m. Now, yeah, I don't know who the hell we thought we were. I don't know either. I mean, honestly, what were we? We were in our 20s. Well, no, I was in my 30s. I don't know, late 20s. No, you were in your late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were just, like, living it up together. It yeah, is kind of we nice that we now are all kind of in the same boat where we're like, no, we still want to hang out and have a good time, but no one's talking about putting on six-inch heels and a mini dress Ooh, and hitting the dance floor. Do not miss that. <laughs> right? It was fun while it lasted, but yeah. now I'm like, I'm so glad that we're all out of that phase. Yeah. Now it's more like dinner and drinks and just a little bit more low-key. We, we literally had game night in sweats last weekend. <laughs> it, was it was the awesome. best. We ate junk food, tried all different types of drinks. Yeah. And yeah, and still, we just like laughed till 2 a.m. And it still felt like we were like early 20s oh yeah like yeah that yeah you keep me young kids you keep me <laughs> yep even though i'm the youngest you're one the in youngest the group, the group. <laughs> yeah you're the youngest i'm the oldest so it definitely felt like i was like oh that's a that's a long night but it was worth it yeah it was so, it was much, fun. so much fun yeah olive is squeaking her toy olive is squeaking her toy yeah like but- i said she's a little bit uh, my bestie. All right. Do you want to do a second question? Yeah, let's do a second question. Okay. All right. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was an, that was an easy one. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Some of them are like that, where they're yeah. just good conversation. Right. There yeah. are other ones that are uh, just a little bit of a heavy hitter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay. Uh, like this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, well, this is from that game, We're Not Really Strangers. Oh, love I, it. Oh, yeah. I love that game. It is, um, it is, it is kind of life-changing. Like, it I feel really like, is. Yeah. We, we've played together, and I, and I've played it before as well, and I don't know, it's just really I feel like, good. um, because you played it with Liz in jail, mm-hmm, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we played it. Mm-hmm not too long ago, me, you, and Harold, and I feel like both times you had the same kind of, like, holy shit, I just feel so good. Yeah, absolutely. And it was such good conversation. Yeah, it really is. I definitely, uh, I know that there is a, a level to the game that you can, the, there's three levels to the game. Right. Um, and some of the questions from level one are questions that you would ask, uh, maybe some that you might not know as well. Yeah, right. Um, so... I love the level two and level three, especially when we're playing with us, people that we feel safe and comfortable enough to really dive in with it. Um, Like with this question. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So, like I said, it's from We're Not Really Strangers, giving them full credit because I I love that game. Yes. Okay. What are you still trying to prove to yourself? Oof. Mm Mm-hmm. Oof is right. What are you still trying to prove to yourself? I know. That's a bit of a heavy hitter, that one. That is a heavy hitter. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I feel like I have a lot. Right? Okay. And so, I don't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first one that comes to mind? Um, that even though, even though this season of my life is not as successful as Mm. past seasons Mm. of my life um i'm not a failure i feel like if we were in a spoken poetry 
thing right now, I'd be snapping. <laughs> Thanks, girl. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> you went for it. Please dive a little bit more into that. Yeah. Um, so maybe people know, but I will clarify. Um, I have my own business, Daisy Natives. And I started it. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I started it in 2015 when I was 22, Mm -hmm. 23. Um, And it kind of blew up like a year into it. Yeah. Um, I made very like women empowerment things and. Uh, during the 2016 Women's March is when yeah. everything kind of hit the fan. Um, and it was amazing. And I felt like I was on top of the world. Yeah. And since then, uh, it's definitely slowed down. Like, of course, COVID affected every single business. Yeah. I also feel like I... Like... I grew up. I started the business when I was 22. Like, I'm a totally different person. So I'm just trying to find the right balance. I don't want people... I'm still a people pleaser. Yeah. And, of course, I need to be a people pleaser because I have a business. You have to be thinking about your customer, yeah. Yeah. But I also need to be doing something that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm currently trying to find that balance right now. And... Like, now that I think about it, I, I don't think I've posted on Instagram for, like, two weeks on that account, which means, like, yeah, it's just... And I tend to um, measure success uh, money-wise. Which yeah, is, financially. Wh- I think yeah. that's a lot of people, myself included. I think we're yeah. all... Yeah. yeah, and so it's hard when, you know, business is kind of tanking Mm -hmm. and then you just have to question yourself just like what am I doing wrong uh are people even listening anymore yeah you know like I'm so I'm currently just trying to find that balance and I Oh my gosh, the past year, I don't think I've ever looked at myself, like, at a lower point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which is so hard because, yeah, I said, like, I was on the opposite spectrum at one point with Daisy Natives, Mm -hmm. and now I'm not. And it's it's so hard not to compare and not, like, judge yourself for that, Mm -hmm. you know? So... That's where I'm at. There's my, uh, <laughs> there's all my shit on the table. <laughs> Episode one, I love it. Um, but wait, let's get, yeah, let's get into that a little bit because you... Are you giving me a, a dive deeper card from the game? Yeah, I am giving you a dive deeper because I, I wasn't a part of Daisy Natives in the beginning. Yeah. Right? Um, but I saw it. I saw that rise. Yeah. Um... And it was fucking beautiful to Mm -hmm. see and so exciting because you were so excited about it. Yeah. But what you're saying is so true. Like, as someone who has spent such a significant amount of time with you over that whole time period, basically, Mm -hmm. you have changed so much from that person you were when you first started it. Mm -hmm. So it makes perfect sense 
that this brand that you created that at one point was so um wrapped up in who you were at that point Mm -hmm. would go through growing pains as well yeah because we're all constantly changing every single day and and growing so to look at a brand that you've created that you work so hard to create and suddenly go oh wait maybe this doesn't fully mirror who I am today because I have grown and I've changed and you know I've become a different person yeah in some ways um so and then well I just wanted to add and then like battling internally like no you had such a good thing Mm. it doesn't matter what you want yeah it's what the people want it's what it's what the people want and yeah so I don't think you could do that Knowing you as well as I do, I don't know if you would ever be happy. I wouldn't. No. Just creating what you know will sell. No. Because you put so much of yeah. your heart and soul into yeah. everything you do, but definitely Daisy Natives. Yeah. That I don't, yeah, I don't think you'd be able to do it if you I tried th- to sell for somebody else. Yeah, exactly. I think you're totally right. And, I do wholeheartedly agree that um, if you're not fully passionate, if you're a business owner and you're not fully passionate about mm. what you're doing, that's going to translate. Yeah. And people are going to see right through your bullshit. Um, so I just need to put on my big girl pants <laughs> and suck it up and just like fully lean into who I am right now yeah and I'm having a lot of trouble with that yeah do you you feel comfortable with who you are right now yes but I didn't realize how happy I was Mm on top of the world with these natives so then i'm like what (laughs) it's like how much of that happiness was because daisy natives was like doing was succeeding with yeah i was doing so freaking well yeah um and i and i think i would like to add to our listeners that like daisy natives is even in this transition a beautiful wonderful brand yeah. And I, you've created such an amazing, supportive Daisy Natives community. Yeah. Like, you have some diehard fans of the of the brand, which yeah. is so amazing and yeah. so beautiful. Really cool. And whether you had the success that you did so early on, I think that just because of who you are, you would have always had that. Like, people see who you are and they, like, gravitate towards it. Like, there's something about you and who you are that people just want to gravitate towards and that reflects so much in Daisy Natives which also makes sense why there's so much pressure now mm-hmm. where you're like okay but I'm changing right are people going to come along on that journey with me yes and I would like to note that I I am probably the most proud of my products that I currently have yeah oh, like so I am good. so like there's been things that I I've created in the past where I'm like, I wouldn't wear this. Mm. But now I'm wearing one of my shirts right now. You like, are. <laughs> and I love it so much. And yeah, it's just like, I don't know, finding that how do I sell my authentic self yeah. again? 
And I don't want to make it seem like I'm like this like money hungry, <laughs> you know, but it is also your source of income though. It is. Yeah. It is. And I don't want to work for anyone. I'm mm-hmm. I am so set in my ways that I need to that I am determined. Yeah. To make this work. Even though I'm having a little slump right now. Yeah. Um yeah. So I think it I think all of it would have been hard in general. But I think also coming off of the fucking panorama. Ugh, uh, fucking panini. <laughs> coming <laughs> off of that. Um not just only coming off of that, but also I mean you moved across the country. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, moved across the country, moved back into your home state, reconnecting with family members. Like yeah. there's been so much transition. Right. And I and I really feel like the last year and a half, obviously for the world has been a lot, but also for each one of us has been a lot just because we made this drastic change with to our lives. Definitely. Um that I think that the transition of Daisy Natives and, and changing it into what feels more like who you are today would have been a lot. But throw in everything else into that freaking soup and holy Oof. crap, it's giving you indigestion. <laughs> Cover your booty holes. Exactly. <laughs> and so it, it kind of, it makes sense. I mean, it I, does make sense. I hate to see you go through it because I know this is something that you've been struggling with and, yeah. and dealing with and, and trying to figure out. But no, I, I'm my own worst enemy. Like I, yeah. I know that I've, I fully know that. I am so hard on myself. And if I just, if I could learn anything this year, it's like to cut myself some damn slack. Hell yeah. And like, you're right. I did go through some big changes this year. Like, it's it's all good. It definitely is. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. And it's going to be fine. And it's going to be fine. Because... The guy who's controlling my simulation <laughs> right now. <laughs> He's got your back. He's, He's got, got your my best back. interest. He at just needs. He just needs to hurry the fuck up. Yeah, there's like a system update. He's yeah. got to figure out. <laughs> Put in a cheat code. Exactly. Okay? Come on. <laughs> oh, I love that. So, there's that. I love how honest you just were. Thanks. That's amazing. It took a lot. I know. I can. It feels. It feels good though. Just to say it all out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Um, what I feel like I need to, let's prove to myself, right? What do you, what are you still trying to prove to yourself? Um, that what I want doesn't need to make sense to anybody else. Oh, I love that for you. That's a tough one. Yeah, that's, yes. So I feel like what maybe people that are listening might not know is that I have a tendency Actually, you're the one who pointed this out to me a few years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I think about it often. Sarah once said to me, when you make a decision, you jump in 150%. Mm-hmm. She's like, you go from zero to 60. Like, you're in, you're done, that's it. You have an idea, and you push, you put the pedal, pedal to, to the, the metal. metal. <laughs> 150 miles per hour. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I've always been. And so I, I have a tendency to do the things that scare me and like jump in and mm-hmm. just do it. And it doesn't matter what other people think. Um, I just jump in. And if it makes sense to me, it makes sense to me and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving back home uh, and being around what is my biggest support system, but at the same time, 
the people that question me the most. Mm-hmm. It has has been pretty hard. Yeah. Because I'm currently unemployed. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna put it all out on the table. I'm put it out there, girl. Unemployed, and have been for a few months, and I have been job searching. But if I'm being completely honest, I don't feel like I'm putting any positive energy into those job searches. Yeah. Like, got my resume, sending it out. I download, not downloaded, I subscribe to this like cover letter program, which helps me create like uh, personalized cover letters for every job that mm-hmm. I apply to. And I've been doing that for the last few weeks. And I'm sending out my resume and yeah. nothing's coming back. And yeah. when I sit there and I start to question it, I'm like, okay, but every time you send out that, email that resume do you have a single positive thought into your head Mm -hmm. because you definitely don't yeah Mm -hmm. and I know what I want I know what I want my life to look like I know what I want my career to look like what I want to do is a multitude of things like I have so many different interests and at the end of the day I want to just work for myself doing all of these different things right and that is something that doesn't make sense to a lot of people Mm -hmm. and it definitely doesn't make sense to my parents Mm -hmm. um who are incredibly supportive but also incredibly realistic right and so they're going okay that's great that you want to do x y and z but you don't have health insurance right now Mm -hmm. so what are you doing you know like you can do x y and z on the weekends you still need a nine to five monday through friday you can do x y and z after work and I struggle with understanding that perspective and going, God, that's just being really realistic and really rational. And they're they have a your really parents. good point. Yeah. Exactly. They, they are my parents. They're, yeah. they're looking out for you. Exactly. Yeah. They have my best interests at heart. Yeah. And I have, which is what typically happens, this far-flung idea that mm-hmm. makes absolute no sense to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know at the end of the day, I'm super lucky and they will always support me. But it's very hard to have to uh, explain myself, you know, or, you know, have to explain my choices right now. Right. And I know I technically don't have to explain it, but at the same time, it's hard to just shut off that conversation when someone that you love is Mm -hmm. like, so what are you doing? What's going on? Why aren't you working yet? And then you're like, oh, because I have all these other things that I want to be doing that maybe doesn't make sense to you right now. But I really think if I give it enough time and enough energy, we'll turn into something really great. Right. Um, And so that's really hard. And it's something that I feel like I have to just have complete and absolute faith in myself and what I want and what I want my future to look like because there are people that are questioning it left and right with absolutely good intentions and valid points mm-hmm. um but it's a little bit of a struggle right I, now yes yeah because i just feel like it makes perfect sense in my head and it doesn't yeah. make sense to other people yeah and when people start to question it and try to pull holes in it um because it's not just them it's other friends as well who are like okay you want to do that but how mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't I never questioned anybody else when they were telling me what their dreams were. Right. Why is everybody questioning mine just because it looks different? And you're so not that person who, when they start poking, you're like, let me tell you. It Mm -hmm. just makes you angrier. Yeah. And more determined to prove them wrong. Yeah. You know me very well. So 
I just shut down. And you do shut down. Which is not, I know, anybody who's listening, I know it's not a healthy way to handle things. Well, <laughs> yes. However, it is your life. Yeah, it's very true. And, and Christine is going to do what Christine wants. Yes. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Um, so I am very proud of you for sticking to your guns, even yeah. though it's not always easy. Yeah. And... You're kind of taking the hard way, you know? It like, does feel like that a little bit, yeah. It's not an easy route to uh, be so determined to do the thing that you want to do. Mm-hmm. We're, I mean, us as a society, capitalism. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I um, think that um, a little similarly to what you said with Daisy Natives, like mm-hmm. all of the other wild ideas that I've had up until now I've had a support system for or and I still have a support system I would say an enthusiastic support system right like when I've made business decisions in the past when I've made personal decisions to move these big decisions that affected my life I had the people around me going okay maybe I don't get it but I'm with you I get I don't understand it but I'm here and I got Mm -hmm. it and now for the first time I'm saying I want to do this podcast with you. I want to focus mm-hmm. on my photography and my writing. Right. Um, and everyone around is going, um, but do you really think that's the best idea? Yeah. Like, you know, those are freelance gigs. Those are things that don't really give you security. Right. Um, and so I think... It's really just the first time that I'm hitting that supportive wall. Yeah. You know, where I'm like, damn, you guys are on board for everything else. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, And it's tough because I think that I, there's this like misconception, the people in my life have this misconception that I don't second guess myself because I come across very confident. Oh, you do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the thing is that like, I get through that second guessing phase very quickly and completely by myself. Yes. So I hate when people, you know, when, I, when I've when i made a decision to do something and I come to someone, in my opinion, I've already thought of A through Z, all the reasons why it's going to blow up in my face right. and why it's a bad idea. And I already worked through those. Mm-hmm. And then so when I come to someone and they say, oh, but, you know, if you focus on photography, like, you know, your weekends are shot for the rest of your life. Or if you focus on writing, you know, you're going to have to, like, be constantly pulling it out of yourself to come up with all these different topics to be writing about. Or, you know, if you want to focus on doing a podcast, like, who knows if that, like, all these different mm-hmm. things, people start second guessing. And I've already worked through that in my own brain. And then mm-hmm. to try to pull someone else on board either I'll put in that work or I'll be like, listen, I'm on my own ship. If you don't want to get on, you don't want to get on. And so it's like this weird, like, I want people to get it and I want people to understand, or I I should say the people that are closest to me. I want them to understand, like, I mean, I I know what I'm trying to do is so far from what would ever make you comfortable, but I think it would make me really happy. Yes. And it's, it's really tough. Yes. Well, also, you're totally one of those people who... Uh, isn't it an overshare to begin with? Yeah, that's true. So um, I feel like when people question you, mm-hmm. you don't owe them anything. and that's you very true. And you do get very stubborn. Yes. And, you know, like... Oh, I, I know. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. bro. 
<laughs> like you do not owe them anything. Yeah. So then they keep pushing further because yeah. they think that you you are not thinking about these things. Yes. But <laughs> you already have a million times in your head. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to keep doing it anyways because you're so determined to yeah. do it. That is very, very, very true. Because I don't share with people the initial self-doubt that I have. Right. People think that I'm going into something blindly. Right. And it's like, no, I I, I beat myself down first and yeah. built it back up. I already did the, exactly. whatever you're trying to do. <laughs> exactly. To I myself. already told myself it's going to fail. This yeah. is the stupid idea. This is not going to work. And then I argued with myself yeah. <laughs> and said, no, but it will. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe that's part of the problem. It's like I already climbed that hill. And yeah. then to try to help people also get to the top. Yeah. I'm like, I don't I don't have the energy for this right now. Right. I, um, I got to, you know, work on getting myself. Yeah. Uh, over the hill. Exactly. Myself. Yeah. I don't have the extra. What am I trying to say? Brain like, power. Yeah. Brain power, <laughs> energy, desire to bring you with exactly. me. Either fucking get on board or get off. Yeah. And I think that... Um, yeah, that can be, that can be really hard. Yeah. And I think that that's something that right now I'm trying to, like, to come back to the question is, like, I'm trying to prove to myself is not everybody has to get it. It would be amazing if they did. It would be mm-hmm. wonderful if they did. But they don't have to get it. But as we're talking, I'm realizing, like, they don't have to get it, but it would be okay mm-hmm. if I was a little bit more open and a little bit more vulnerable about what I want, why I want it. Totally. You know, like I'm I'm realizing as we're talking that I'm kind of just like, I built my boat, get on and get off. And they're like, but where's the boat going? <laughs> you didn't even tell us that. <laughs> you know? Like and so Yeah. For anybody listening, I'm huge on metaphors. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like always like figuring out a different way to say something. Um but that's kinda yeah, I'm realizing as we're saying this, like I'm like, oh maybe I should at least at have least, that conversation. At least to the people who matter the most in your life. Yeah. Not like Joe Schmo who's questioning. First of all, fuck you, Joe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in my business anyway? <laughs> <laughs> but just the people who care about you. And, you know, like, not everyone who questions you, mm. like, wants to see you fail yeah it's you know like, what i mean yeah you know what i mean as you yeah. started to say it i was like oh i needed to hear that like not everybody who questions me is doubting me of course and in my brain i it's, take it as like oh you don't think i can do this yeah and that's so not true yeah. oh i definitely needed to hear you say that yeah 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 that's really tough well i love you and i support you and you're doing great and i love you're a bad bitch so <gasps> Bad bitches, no bad bitches. That's all there is in this room is bad bitches. Including Olive, wherever she is. Her beautiful little four-legged bad bitch. She's a bad bitch, too. (laughs) Oh, man. Well. That was was pretty good. Those were really good. Yeah. One, unless you want to do another one. I'm comfortable with just the two. Yeah, that was a lot. That second one was a... Yeah. yeah. The second one was a lot... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got like a little sweaty. I was like, 
Oh man. I feel like I'm gonna sleep well tonight. Yeah, exactly. Got some stuff on my off my chest. Realized some things. Um so well, I guess we'll leave it at that. Um, I really hope you know, this was literally just the conversation between me and you. Yeah. And I hope anyone listening I hope maybe what we said was able to spark some kind of like thought in your head that yeah. maybe you haven't thought of before and or maybe you have and now you know yeah. you're not the only one totally yeah totally yeah. i think that what we want from this aside from us being able to connect more is letting you guys know you're not alone yeah absolutely in whatever you're struggling with and whatever you're thinking um and that's what we hope to continue to show as we continue doing this yeah yeah and i think that um we both hope that maybe this might encourage you to have a vulnerable conversation. Yeah. You know, and maybe ask your friends or the people that are in your life or your family or whoever. Totally. Or ask yourself and write it in your journal. Like yeah. the questions that we asked each other today. Um, when I, when we post this, I'll be able, I'll uh, make sure to write these questions in the show notes so you guys could screenshot them or you know yeah sit with your friends and chat about it if you feel yeah, comfortable totally um and if you don't feel comfortable that's okay too we're yeah. here and we're going through it with you exactly yeah um and we are going to eventually set up uh, an email for you guys yeah. to maybe send in your questions that for would be us so cool. to you know <laughs> make us think even more and we do have an instagram uh it's at the magic seeker society yep and we'll be posting more now that our first episode is going to come out yeah sarah created this amazing logo oh my god i love it I so love much it so much <laughs> um so yeah we we really appreciate you listening and we love you guys and you're magical. Yeah. And you're doing your best. And we love you for that. And you're so strong. And, and you're beautiful. beautiful. And you have a great butt. And intelligent. And damn girl. That's a dumb truck ass. And I really appreciate it. Exactly. Also, <laughs> damn boy. That's a dumb truck yes. ass. Yes. <laughs> and I appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. I love you. I love you. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.